Welcome to the Few Podcast. Now here are your hosts, Richie, Darren, and Mark. Hey, you know that check I was talking about getting you? I'll get it like sometime in 2019. <laughs> We're trying to help you grow those oranges, man. <laughs> and then they get angry or excited. Doesn't really matter which one, right? And and then they move on to a picture of their friend from high school just had another baby, right? Welcome back to the Few Podcast. <clears throat> My name's Darren. I'm here with Mark and Richie. And this week, I, I think we should start off with what we, I don't know, what, what we don't know anymore is what happened to COVID. I mean, does it exist anymore? I'm trying to figure out if it's, if it's around, because it just seems like this Russia thing, which doesn't affect any of us pretty much at all, just all of a sudden became the entire news story. It's almost like they needed something to shift it to. Well, I, I don't yeah. understand what you're talking about. What are we talking about? Um, there's this um, thing. It's called COVID. It's like COVID-19. I think it's 19. Uh, I think it's in the 19th one. Or maybe it was 2019. I don't know. But yeah, it just, it was like around for, I, I think it was around, I think we had like two weeks to stop it. And I think we stopped it in, Fit, what is it, 112 weeks? Something like that? 700 days, right? Yeah. Yeah. The The hardest part of the first two weeks is the first 700 days. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know what, what is, I also think is funny is, is that they are now adjusting the numbers of deaths and hospitalizations, like, retroactively. Like, oh, you know, some aggressive billing... Uh, might have been the reason why we uh, uh, are counting too many deaths. Um, and so, yeah, now it's... Um, now, what, are the, what are the death numbers for last year? I mean, because it was over 500,000. Is it down to, like, just under four now? I have no idea. But, you know, when the when the death numbers look worse under Biden than they did under Trump, who's, you know, an idiot, then I guess they... Uh... Uh, they uh, they need to adjust the numbers so it doesn't look so bad for uh, I don't know old Joe. Well, and then also on top of that, uh, uh, if the vaccine was so safe and effective, uh, Biden had the vaccine, Trump didn't. So why would why would the numbers be worse under Biden with the vaccine than Trump without the vaccine? Yeah, that's a good point because. Uh... Well, you know, all the Trump supporters didn't want to get it, but you know, they weren't the. Well, the funniest part about that whole thing is, you know, the Democrats were the ones saying, "I'm not taking this Trump vaccine. I wouldn't take that. If that thing gets released before the election, you know, it's not safe." And then, it, then basically, the day of the election or the day after the voting is, yeah. you know, November what eighth, it comes out. Oh, we it's ready to go, or like the day after they declare it for Biden. Oh, the vaccine's ready to go. Oh, okay. So it's ready to go now that it's the election's over. Um, something, else, something, something else happened around that time too about a laptop. Did anybody remember? Yeah, no. <laughs> no, that was that was all Russian disinformation. Oh, okay, okay. Maybe we will get to that later. <laughs> yeah, that's 
what's our next story? We can just move into that because COVID's kind of been beaten to death. Uh, I think we all can agree that vaccine one probably doesn't work out very good, especially for the new variants. And two, well, uh, it's it's been overblown. Israel has just released some numbers that 80, 81% of their hospitalizations um, for COVID it, it, um, have been vaccinated, fully vaccinated. But well, Israel, that's not surprising. Israel has like a 95% vaccination rate, though. They have like the best in the world. Yeah, that's what I was just about to say is, is that they're, they're one of the highest vaccination rate uh, of any modern country. So, yeah. Anyway, so it comes out this week. Um, New York Times has finally admitted, oh, this Hunter Biden laptop thing. Oh, it's real. And, you know, what, what kind of makes me wonder a little bit about this or kind of, you know, things that make you go, hmm. There have been other stories like like, like the, the lawyer for Hunter's baby mama basically said, oh, he's going to get indicted. So it kind of it just gives me a little pause. It makes me kind of wonder maybe they leaked the story to get out in front of it because bad things are going to happen. Thoughts? Well, I think... I think that it was probably because of Project Veritas uh, that they got out in front of it. Because if I remember right, there is an active civil case um, against, uh, you know, Project Veritas for numerous reasons. But one of them was um, the Hunter laptop. And so I wonder if there isn't going to be something that comes out in that and that, that uh, you know, they're gonna they're gonna say well it wasn't liable because we just had it wrong and so we printed a correction on paragraph 24 of this uh news article yeah well i think i think the biggest part about this whole story is you know they had all these smoking guns in there you know they had you know basically child porn on this laptop which was his niece hunter's niece he was getting nude pictures of of her i guess and then, and then on top of that, you got um, you got emails that are corroborated by by a guy that they basically said was a Russian asset at the time. And they they basically say, "Oh, well, we're gonna save ten percent for the big guy," and they basically allude that they're laundering money for Joe Biden. And nobody wants to ask who the big guy is. Like, I mean, seriously. You just admitted that these, that everything on this laptop's real. Like it's corroborated. This is a real thing. And then you know, and then you got emails on this laptop that say ten percent for the big guy. You know, they're basically they're basically making a deal on how to launder money out of this corporation or move money out of this corporation. And there's ten percent that that's for the big guy for some unnamed character that kind of put all this together. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge, my dad. And now they're, like, that's not a story? That should be the biggest story of the day. If you admit that this is real, New York Times, then how are you not running story after story about this email that's been corroborated by the guy it was to? I, I really do think that if the Republicans get back in power, uh, 
one of the first things that we have to do is we need to separate the Democratic Party with the mainstream media. We need to de we need to we need to make it so that it is freedom of speech and not bought and paid for speech. I have no idea what you just said. Well, because right now the mainstream media will only make it so that they're pushing whatever narrative, right? That that that's going on. Hey, the laptop is going to hurt Joe Biden's election bid. Now we better bury it. Okay, well, that's not that's not good enough. Now you have big tech censorship, right? Because we're going to kick off uh, the accounts of anyone who says that it's real, right? And then on top of that, you're going to go out and you're going to have CNN go out and talk about how this is Russian disinformation and tie it back with the defunct Russian probe uh, against against Trump. All to drive a narrative, all to, all to push a, a, a lie about Donald Trump, his entire presidency about the Russian disinformation. We're going to tie it to that because we're going to just keep driving that narrative even though we know it's defunct, right? And mm -hmm. And... After all of this, how can you say that they are not a propaganda machine? They're not freedom of press. They're not, they're not going out and independently doing their own stories. Big tech is not independently going out there and censoring these, uh, these stories. They're doing it under the direct order of the DNC. And then that makes it not free to not a free press it's not a free press this isn't falling under the first amendment because they're not doing it of their free will they're doing it under uh, the orders of the dnc and so they do not become free press they become propaganda so that's not free speech it's bought and paid for speech okay so what do you what do you propose we do you you have to make sure that you that that you take actions against the DNC for pushing these narratives. So you so we, what your so your idea is that because the government owns the media or is able to push their propaganda, we should make a law saying that the government should stop the media from pushing their propaganda. No, you should stop the DNC from pushing propaganda onto news sources and making it so that they can do that. You, I, I you can't have the government that. being in control of free speech. You can't do what Zelensky's doing in Ukraine and say, oh, we're only going to have state-run media. We're only going to have media that is run by the government, run by these unions, run by government money so that you are dependent on government money. Right? NPR should not be a thing. Yeah. And 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 so what I'm saying is is that you can't go after the you can't go after CNN for printing whatever stories they want, right? Because we we have the constitution, we have the first amendment, but you can go after the DNC for for pushing these narratives and telling them in you have Jim Psaki saying to 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 the um big tech we want you to do more to censor speech. That is the government telling, telling the free, 
the, the free press and the town squares and the people that they have put protections in place to be, to be the uh, virtual town square and you are telling them what they have to say and, wh and what they have to do. That needs to be rectified, not by the people who are... I, I have no problem if CNN wants to run their own narrative. If they're not doing it under the guise of well, here it, we're only going to give we're only going to give our our time to those that we like in 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 the government, and we're going to continue to push their narrative through their lies. And we're going to use their talking points, and we're going to say that this is all verified from the people in our government. That can't happen anymore. So how is how do we do it? How do you do it then? You don't have cooperation between the DNC and CNN and NBC and big tech. You shouldn't have. The Saki going out there calling for big tech to censor people. That is that is a breach of the First Amendment. So, so, how, so, so what you're saying is we should make the a laws that we already have. So so Saki should be in jail. No. I, I don't think that she should be in jail. I think that she should be there should be some sort of punishment. There should be something done to where to where that she faces consequences for those actions. I think we need more more speech, not less speech, to be perfectly honest. I'm not calling for less speech. I'm calling for freedom of speech. Kind of sounds like that you are. You shouldn't, I'm saying that you shouldn't have the government officials say, you better push this narrative. Yeah, well, I mean, uh, I don't believe that the news sources right now are forced to push this narrative. I don't think the DNC you, is... You really don't think so? You don't no. think that the Biden administration is sitting there using their bully pulpit to go out there and say, you better be censoring people. You don't think that it's been proven that when they went to Fauci and said, you, you, have, you have the the founder of Facebook going to Fauci and saying, what should I be telling people? What should that's, I be censoring? That came that's out in not, the emails. That's not the government telling Facebook to do this. That's Mark Zuckerberg wanting to do it for the government. And that's, and you know, exactly. Twitter and, and wanting you have the... Yeah, but that's completely different than the government forcing them to do it. I mean, CNN wants to put on people that tell you to mask your kids or they're going to die. CNN wants to do that. That's not the government telling them to do because it. Because they're getting... Because they know where their bread is buttered. So, so well, yeah, they're... I mean, my opinion is they... They all want it for the money. I mean, that's all all these companies care about is money. And you, you I mean, this week, the CEO of Disney came out and was bad-mouthing Santa's for um, the don't say gay law, which is not what it is. But um, you think that guy really cares about gay people? No, he cares about making money. He doesn't care about any of his plays. I mean, the Disney doesn't have a, a a giant payroll, or they don't pay their you know normal employees a lot of money. I mean, he cares about money. That's it. And he thought, well, if I come out and say this, geez, people are going to like me and going to come to Disney World more often. Well, it's you know that's all they're doing it for is the money. Well, I, yeah, I think a lot of that is conservatives or people who you know aren't gay don't really give a fuck. To be perfectly honest, if if Florida has 
you know, the gay, the don't say gay bill or doesn't have the don't say gay bill, the people that are in favor of the don't say gay bill or the actual the grooming bill are still going to go to Disney World if Disney comes out against it. They're probably still going to mm-hmm. go because their kids want to go. Now, the gay day at Disney World is not going to be as populated if Disney doesn't come out and say, you know, grooming is okay, right? So, I mean, that's kind of what we're up against. Conservatives, or I don't even want to say conservatives, people on the not stupid part of the spectrum are less inclined to do boycotts. That's basically what it comes down to. And they make less noise. Pretty much it. But, but I yeah. mean, these act these activists that were pushing the CEO, because the CEO originally had said, we're not going to comment on this because it's a political issue and, and we're going to stay out of it. Then he gets a small minority group of his company coming out and saying that, you know, we're going to walk out if, if you don't do this. And, and they get those activists. But where do they get those talking points? They get them from the DNC. I mean, it's so intertwined with each other that you could draw a line from... I mean, Media Matters, which is the biggest uh, cancellation group out there that hunt for things to cancel conservatives on, uh, goes out there and and tries to find things that that they can cancel people cancel people for, and they were founded by Hillary Clinton. They got their marching orders from her. Okay. So I mean, like, what? Oh, so what? What do you think we should do about it, though? Well, what do you think we should do about it? You think that's okay that that the DNC runs our culture and is winning the 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 cancel culture and and I don't think they're winning. That's the thing is yeah, I don't I, think they're uh, winning at all. People don't trust the news anymore. Yeah, I I agree with Darren. I mean, you look at this. I mean, Republicans have one TV channel, well, two: Newsmax and Fox, right? Everything else is Democrat. Everything. NBC, CNN, ABC, CBS, they're all Democrat. And it's still 50-50. Not even. It's, it's, it's like 60-40. I mean, yeah. Fox News, Greg Gutfeld, at like 9 o'clock Central, I think 10 o'clock Eastern, he's, or 11 o'clock Eastern, he's up against Stephen Colbert. You know, he's up, he's up against over-the-air TV. So TV you get for free via an antenna. Like, you don't have to have cable for this. And he beats them roundly on a news station doing a, night, doing a talk show. So then how oh. in the world can Fox News not get the advertisements that, that uh, CNN, MSNBC pull down? Uh, it's the gay, don't say gay bill. It's, you know, the, the gay this people. Is what I'm... You know, the, the, the people on the left, they howl mm-hmm. like stuck little pigs whenever they stub their toes and they don't, the advertisers don't want to touch them because they don't want to boycott. That's the whole reason. And you yeah, know what? I'm fine with that. If they want to do that, con- that's fine. They're going to continue to to do that. It, it's going to be a losing battle. I mean, we need to keep pushing. We need to keep pushing back. You know, well, yeah, we need to keep pushing back, but we don't need to try to censor people. I'm not but, saying yeah, censor yeah. people. I I didn't say in any part of this, Darren. Did I say that we got to go after CNN and shut them down, like rip down their rip down their satellite? I don't care if they go out there and spew what they're going to spew, but they shouldn't be getting government backed money to do that, and they shouldn't be getting 
kickbacks from the DNC to 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 get this this level of reach out there. It it needs to be a fair playing field. A, an advertiser should go out there and say, "I can get two million people with you know Tucker Carlson tonight, or I can get twenty thousand people with Brian Stelter." Well, where am I going to put my money? And it need and and. That's that should be the cold hard facts of it. When you have it an unlevel playing field, because of the fact of the matter is, is that you had the DNC pushing a narrative, and and that's where the money goes. I'm just saying that there there is something seriously wrong there, and I'm not saying that you shut down CNN, but you cannot have an unlevel playing field. You cannot have crony capitalism. Hey, I don't. I guess I don't see what you're talking about. I mean, yeah, I give you NPR. They NPR shouldn't be talking about politics if they're getting money from the government. I get that. But how is the government funding CNN other than I, I'll give you that they that they run the ads for the stupid vaccines. But those are ads. Those aren't I mean, they're not getting money from the government to push their agenda. Not directly. No. I mean, but that that's, they take their marching orders. Do you think for, uh, why are they not doing the Hunter laptop? If it was all about ratings and, and, and making people informed, why are they not doing the uh, Hunter Biden laptop? people on CNN want to go to the beach and stick their head in the sand. They don't want to yeah. see it. They don't want to see it. I mean, it's as you, simple you as that. that well, I, I mean, I think uh, the Democrats are losing quite a few people. I mean, um, who's the guy on? Was it HBO? Bill Bill Maher. Bill Maher. Yeah. Yep. He's, yep. He, he said he just came out and said he goes, you know, I haven't changed. The Democratic Party has, you know, and he's basically talking about how nuts they're becoming, and you know, want to teach sex ed to a to a six year old and. Yeah. What not? Well, he's not. uh, The thing about Bill Maher is he's not a fucking idiot. Like he can't. He can't go out there with a straight face and say this is a woman. He he can't go out there and say the rear admiral of the navy is a woman or whatever the hell her name is. Rachel Levine is a woman. He can't go out there and say that with a straight face and say this is exactly the same thing as uh, I don't know some pop star celebrity Taylor Swift. He he just can't do it. He can't do it with a straight face, and he can't go out there and say that immigration or or you know that that Christianity and Muslim extremism are exactly the same thing. He's he's been ridiculed for saying that before. Just like there's a little bit of a difference between you know um, born again Christians and you know devout Muslims. There's just a slight difference. One of them likes to bomb a little bit more than the other one, mm. and. You know, he gets ridiculed for that. And I don't know. It, it's just it's just certain things that he says, you know, that that maybe unfettered immigration isn't the greatest thing in the world. <laughs> I mean, just, just, you know, off the wall, just out of left field things that he says. Well, and, and I think he has been pretty consistent. And, and you guys are right. The parties went so far left that he looks like a moderate compared to him. I mean, yeah. this is also a guy who called American soldiers cowards for for dropping bombs on on the Taliban. 
So yeah, I mean, yeah. he he he's extremely left, and and that should that should just worry us that the culture's moved so far to the left that he looks like a moderate, you know. And Russell Brand, <laughs> and even Trevor <laughs> Noah. How, how did yeah. they get Trevor Noah? <laughs> I don't know. What were you going to say, Rich, about Russell Brand? Well, he's, I mean, he, he's anti-government pretty much now. And, um, you know, but I just didn't see that happening. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's kind of crazy, though, because, you know, he talks about Davos and, and the Great Reset. And he's like, does anybody want this? Because <laughs> I don't. <laughs> yeah, he's, t- you know? he's turning into Alex Jones. <laughs> Well, I was c- concerned when he said that the frogs were all going to be gay, but... Did you guys see that video I sent you the other day of Alex Jones? Did you guys actually watch that? Yeah, mm. wasn't that like from 2003? Something like that, but it was... No, it was later than that. He He's on mm. his set and stuff. It's probably from like four or five years ago. <laughs> but it was great. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyway. All right, we can move on. Um, so Kamala goes to Poland. And, um, yeah, it didn't go well. Let's just say that, you know, um, the the passage. So I, I sat down and I started thinking about the passage of time and, you know, it really comes down to that time passes and there's a significance to time passing and the passage of time. I'll see you guys next week. She literally said that real quote. Oh, have you seen the quote? Well, that's what I, it's pretty close to it, so I, I I wasn't sure if you were actually quoting it or not. <laughs> oh, well, I can look it up here, but it's just so dumb. I mean, and she's just she's just like like how do you I, I don't understand. I don't understand how that like this happens. How does she and it's over and over again. It's just it's over and over again that she that she says this. I mean, she just, she does all that stuff, you know. Like the the other day when she when she went out and she said, um, "We we uh we've always done things that we've done because we do things like so something we like that." We need to do the things every day that we say that we need to do the same things together. Oh, here it is. For... Here it is. This is her exact quote. The significance of the passage of time, right? The significance of the passage of time. So when you think about it, there's a great significance to the passage of time. There is such a great significance to the passage of time. Oh my God, yeah. And then like, that's it. Not like, what? What's significant about it? Why it's significant? You know, why are we even talking about the passage of time? (laughs) Like, like it was just like, what? I'm I'm pretty sure that she was the kid back in high school that when there was a paper due that had to be two pages long, she did the two and a half uh, spacing and 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 uh, and like did old Bookman style because that's the biggest font. Yeah. Yeah. So so she royally screwed up, and they she basically didn't get anything done. Kind of her mo, like she's. She goes to the border. Like I can, I can, uh, 
whatever. She was going to go to the border, but didn't actually go to the border because she was put in charge of the border. And then, um, so yeah, now they're sending Joe. How is she going to, uh, um, deflect from not going to the border anymore because her big her big uh, comeback was that she had never been to Europe either but now she has <laughs> yeah Poland of all places too yeah, that's yeah. hilarious <laughs> that's right I haven't been to the border but I haven't been to oh wait nope <laughs> they should seriously ask her ask Saki about that so so Kamala said that, that she hadn't been to the border, but she also hadn't been to Europe. Now that she's been to Europe, is she going to go to the border? <laughs> Somebody better uh, DM Ducey about this. That's hilarious. I didn't even think about that. That would be a great question to ask her. All right. All right. Uh, yeah. Just circle back. Yeah, I don't, I don't know about that. I'm just trying to get Joe Biden in here, but... He hasn't really, he's kind of been, you know, oddly absent ever since Hillary Clinton got COVID and they were all in the same room. Yeah. Yeah. It, I don't know. He's, he's more, well, except for, I mean, did you hear that Joe Biden uh, said the quiet part out loud? Well, what was that? He said that uh, there's going to be a new world order coming into oh. place and we need to be the ones to lead it. And yeah. I'm pretty sure that right then uh, they started playing. I'm a, uh, an American hero. And then he gave the leg drop and then got up there and, you know, spray painted NWO on, on. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly how it happened. <laughs> I would pay money to see him do that to Kamal. <laughs> Oh, uh, yeah. I don't think he could use black spray paint, though. Oh, that's no. bad. Well, you wouldn't see it. Anyway. Uh, all right. So, Kitaji Brown Jackson had a Supreme or is having a Supreme Court hearing. And, um, yeah, it's that's, I don't know. It depends on what you read, you know. You read anything on the left side, Republicans are racist. They shouldn't be asking her any questions like, you know, the hard questions like, what's the difference between a man and a woman? You know, guys. Can you define what a woman is? Well, she's not a biologist. I know. Can you imagine two two years ago someone saying to you, they're going to hire Raj, and they're going to ask her what a woman is, and she won't know how to answer that. <laughs> well, she can't. She can't answer honestly. Like she can't answer honestly because, like, if she does, then she's automatically disqualified by half of the left. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, I seen somebody put it on Twitter today. Like it's probably um, Chris Clark or something, but. Somebody put the deb- the Webster Dictionary definition of a woman, and it it said something about bearing children. And of course, I'm like I'm like, oh god, here we go. It's going to be the first comment to that comment is going to be, well, I can't have children, so does that not make me not a woman? And sure enough, that's what the first comment was. <laughs> I can't have children, so I must not be a woman, then, huh? I'm like, oh my god. I mean, you. 
they're playing into straws. Yeah. You know, yeah, it's, yeah, it, it's, just it's like, boring. how about this? It's the chromosomes. Yeah. Yeah. And, the, you know, and then her excuse about why I can't give you that answer because I'm not a biologist. Today, guys, I uh, turned on the faucet and water started rushing out and I got scared. I didn't know what was going to happen because I'm not a plumber. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Or, you know, I looked outside and there were all these animals and they, they had bushy tails and they were gathering nuts. I had no idea what they are because I'm not a zoologist. I, I yeah. freaked. I went to the bathroom today and I freaked out because stuff was coming out of my pee pee hole. And I'm not a, but I'm not a doctor, so I don't know what it was. <laughs> Just insane. <laughs> <God>. <laughs> I don't know I like how. That. I don't know how any like serious person that's going for the Supreme Court is asked that question and doesn't have. Like, doesn't answer it. I mean, how do you, how are you a lawyer? Seriously, like, have you ever been in front of a jury? You, you have to be able to think on your feet and answer questions as difficult as, can you define a woman for me? Yeah, I mean, that's how she got all of her people off. They were like, I saw the guy running away. How did you know he was a guy? Did you see his penis? So you can't even say that it was a guy or not. I moved I, for mistrial. I think that we should. I think we should tell Joe that he's got to disqualify her because um, she's not quite sure if she's the first African American woman that would be sitting on the court. Because <laughs> how would she know? And then she's got just some stunning um, legal intellect when it comes to. Um, child porn cases so now if you're keeping track um since it's easier to get volumes of child porn on computers since the advent of computers and most of the laws were written pre-computer where you had to actually get them mailed to you i guess um the pictures uh she thinks that the she sentenced the people to less time because it's easier to get it on computers. You know, I guess there's a lot of people out there, according to her, that just randomly come across child porn and watch it for 15 minutes, not knowing what it is. Well, and not only that, but like, she's, she's talking about the volumes. She says it doesn't match up. Like, the people who actually have to seek it out on, in the mail... If they have a volume, it's not the same as somebody who downloaded a volume on a computer. Like, yeah, I mean, obviously, if they have a volume of it, they know what it is, and they were seeking it out. Doesn't matter. Does it matter if it was in the mail or if it was on a digital device? I don't know. And that that whole defense of like, well, it just you know people. There are people who just don't understand what they're getting into, and they're not getting into it because they're sexually aroused by it, but just the idea that they can go and get it. I don't understand that at all. Like, I, I don't get what she's saying there. Um, you know, I don't, I, I don't know of anybody who has accidentally uh, uh, gotten child porn, you know. But according to her, it just happens so randomly, you know. 
Yeah. And yeah, then uh, you were... that's total BS. <clears throat> I think According she's... to her, you know, like you could be shopping for your groceries online and suddenly just get child porn. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm sure I'm sure Ivy doesn't have any uh, filters to make sure that doesn't happen, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The so this kind of takes me back to like some, the mindset of some people. It it's like they they think that crime is a game. Like it's a it's a thing that everybody experiences. It's a thing that everybody does. And you just get caught and you serve time for it. And you know what? It's not fair that they changed the rules. That, you know, the rule was in, was originally intended like the game was you had to get it through the mail, but now since it's not now now since since the game's not on the mail anymore and you can you can get it through your computer, they should change the rules back and they should make it you know less hard on somebody. You know, every, everybody goes to oh, jail. So that's the way. So if, if you come up with a new way to do a crime, it's not as bad, right? Is that yeah, what, I, is that what you exactly. Yeah. It's digital. If if you steal if you steal a million dollars from a bank, you know, via uh, via the old fashioned method, you know, a gun and a and a car, you should uh, you should get less time than if you steal it steal it through a computer, or if you if you go in with uh, dynamite and after hours and dynamite the safe, you should get less time for bank robbery. Yeah. Seems fair. Anyway, it's 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 absolutely ridiculous that she every single time that she had a child pornographer um, sentenced in her court, each time she went lower than the recommend the federal recommendations, and then she went lower than the recommendations from the prosecutors. So, like in one of the cases, and I don't know what the full. Uh, details of the case was uh but she apologized to the defendant that she was sentencing the the federal uh statute was 97 months in prison for the offense the prosecution asked for 24 months and then she sentenced him to three months you know so three months in in jail you're going to be out in six weeks with good behavior well, hopefully he thinks long and hard about it. Yeah. Um, all right. So yeah, she's she's not qualified. I'm just gonna go ahead and say that. There's there's been a lot of people that have gone through there, you know, that I that I don't deem are qualified. But if you seriously can't answer the question of you know, what's a woman, you you seriously shouldn't be sitting on the court. Uh, it you should have an answer to that. And just because you're not a biologist, that's just the dumbest thing I've ever heard. You I, I, I would I would one up it. When you're a pedophile apologist, you shouldn't be sitting on the court. And yeah. and the whole defense that oh well, you know, fifty nine percent of judges go below the the statutes when they're when they're sentencing a pedophile. That just tells me that sixty percent of our judges are pedophile apologists and shouldn't be there either. Yeah, or yeah, or they're hiding something themselves. Yeah. Well, I'm not gonna sentence old Bob. We were just hanging out Thursday, weren't we, Bob? Remember that? Oh, uh, no, we can't talk about that here. <laughs> All right. 
So many, the city of Minneapolis has reached a settlement with a protester who lost an eye from a police projectile. Sounds like a, I don't know exactly what the projectile was. Uh, Mark, you might have a little bit more um, information on that than I do. But uh, he, I guess he was playing bingo. He could have been playing bingo and they lost an eye there. You know, those, those balls are pretty slippery. Yeah, no, it was a beanbag round, I guess. Hit him, hit him in the, hit him in the eye. But I mean, it's this is from the the mostly peaceful protests, you know. So I'm sure that he was just standing there minding his own business at one in the morning next to a burning building when the when the cops opened fired with a beanbag round and got him. Yeah, you know it. You're gonna all all that we're doing right now is incentivizing these riots. I mean, the next time that something's gonna happen, we're just gonna get more and more because the news coverage shows these people as heroes, and they get these big settlements. I mean, why wouldn't you do it? I mean, it's you got a better chance of of suing the city for millions of dollars than you do winning the lottery. This is correct. This is definitely yeah. correct. Well, I mean, they they call it the ghetto lottery for a reason. <laughs> I mean, it truthfully is. You, he won the ghetto lottery. He got shot in the face doing something he shouldn't have been doing, and now he sued the cops and and won two point four million bucks. And the, the, this is a white guy, so it's not racist. Oh, I didn't even look because it didn't really matter to me. I was, oh, I, you know, all these. Yeah. What's that? You think? Uh, yeah, it, it was. It was a. I think a red-haired white guy, you know, sipping a soy latte. Wait. So this happened to a ginger? I think Why he was red-haired. 2.4. I don't know. Why would they give him 2.4 million? You know, he's just going to go into the corn and um <laughs> take it back and get some sickles and bring all the other redheads out and wreak havoc on the county. I'm just saying it. I'm just saying that obviously, if it was a redhead, he had it coming. What do they call? What did South Park call them? Daywalkers. <laughs> anyway, yeah, and it. Uh, all right. So, in another story, the Babylon Bee, the great satire newspaper of our time, used to be the Onion, but I don't know what happened to them. But they uh, they uh, got suspended from Twitter, and I think it's going to be it's more like a ban because they're forced to delete the tweet, and the CEO said he's not going to delete it. But basically, tweeting that Rachel Levine is the man of the year, <laughs> <laughs> which is hilarious, because Time Magazine came out and said that, um, I don't even want to say it blank is uh was one of the women of the year so i what i didn't want to say he or she oh <laughs> you weren't using the pronoun <laughs> just well, i don't want to use name. a pronoun because <laughs> i i don't want to say he because that would technically according to the left be incorrect and i don't want to use she because fuck him <laughs> you just used him. <laughs> oh, I feel that anger coming out, Darren. 
Well, I mean, seriously, you you work for the government. I pay your salary. Fucking just be normal. For fuck's sake. Normal is a relative term, Darren. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What's wrong with the new nuclear waste person? So what if they like to dress up like a dog and, and have sex? Does that, does that bother you? <laughs> yes. That, you, that your tax dollars are going to his furry costume? Yeah, and I, you know what? I don't really care if you dress like a woman. I don't care if you misses out fire on the side. Don't give a shit. I don't want to know about it. If I know yeah. about it, then then there's a problem. Like <laughs> you are supposed to be a nameless, faceless, just bureaucrat off in the ether. Don't make me give a shit. If I if I have to give a shit, then we got a problem. I got too much other shit to give a shit about. Uh, anyway, I think that's a good stance. <laughs> yeah, and the fact that they have this—why is why do I know that this guy fucks dogs or whatever the hell he does? You know, play fucks dogs, whatever. Why do I know about this? I shouldn't know about this. And the fact that the, that the White House seems to think it's a good idea to tell me about this—it just shows that I don't know. That they're more fucked up than the fuck than the play dog fucker. <laughs> you know, Seriously. Well, it's it's this whole idea of like we we need everyone is so special. When I take the stiffler stance, oh you're special, I'm special, we're all so fucking special. You know, like no, it it you know when you work for somebody, like I don't want them to know anything about me, I, other than that I show up and I do my job. And really, that's all I want from the people that I that I work with is, <laughs> you know, I mean, I take the Ron Swanson approach, you know, like I'm working with somebody, uh, you know, uh, and I'm not talking to him. That, that's like the best ever. I still sometimes don't talk to him. <laughs> hey, how about this? In a world of Deion Sanders, be a Barry Sanders. Just hand the ball to the ref and run to the sidelines. Boom. Great reference. Yeah. All right. All right. That looks like that's the end of our story. So we'll move on to the worst people of the week. Uh, I, I would like to say uh, one thing here. Um, a few weeks back, I said that the only thing that's going to stop COVID and all the restrictions is going to be sports. Right. Guess which city is lifting their man their vaccine mandate just in time for Yankees baseball? <laughs> Are they actually doing it though? Because I heard that I heard that uh, Aaron Judge shouldn't can't play at Yankee Stadium. Yeah, he is unvaccinated, so it it just came out. I see here on MSN that uh, New York is lifting their mandate. Yeah, I can I can see that. <laughs> Oh yeah, just three hours ago. Yeah. So. Oh, no, you're right, Rich. That was Pat myself. I'm Deion, I'm Deion Sanders in myself here and pat myself on the back. You know. <laughs> well, it was. Hey, it was. It, it, you got to be prime time. It it just makes me mad that you know it it took a sports you know to, to end this basically. Well, I mean, it was pretty hilarious that Kyrie Irving could sit courtside and watch the game, but he couldn't go three more feet and participate in the game i mean yeah. 
if you want to illustrate absurdity, that's a great way to illustrate it. Yep. It's your big old cream cheese moment. Yep. All right. So worst pe- worst people of the week, Richie. Why don't you start? Uh, mine is William Thomas, or as other people know him, Leah Thomas, who is a swimmer. Congratulations on winning the NCAA title, and uh, you know, being the fourth wheel in that picture of of the top four. That that was that was a great moment. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> just and congratulations to Ron DeSantis for um acknowledging that the girl that got second place is the actual winner. So I think he signed a decree. I don't know if you I don't know if you guys saw that, but I sent you the video of, of her giving her speech and then somebody dubbed over the strong woman speech from oh, South yeah. Park. <laughs> it's Randy yeah. Savage. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's too funny. Yeah. You know, it's it's very unfair that that uh it gets to compete because he it, he's got an unfair advantage. He's got a rudder. Yeah. <laughs> uh yeah. It's it's embarrassing. I mean, I would I'd be so embarrassed to to be it and stand up there and Look at the other three people take pictures together while I'm just kind of standing on the side, just completely out of it, you know? Just, I don't know. I don't know what else to say. It's just embarrassing. You guys remember when uh, the movies, you know, Joanna Man and uh, Lady White Bugs chicks. and. Mm-hmm. My favorite is White Chicks. Okay. Yeah. But, but you know, like, like Lady Basically Bugs and I'll Joanna t- Man. Oh, yeah. Yeah, no, go Is ahead. You what? No, no. Go ahead. Well, I was uh, just going to say um Tyler Perry. I mean, every Tyler Perry movie is just him dressing up as a woman. <laughs> <laughs> you know. Uh, I, I, yeah. <laughs> and he makes hundreds of millions of dollars, but um <laughs> the the uh you got you got like Ladybugs and Joanna Man. Um they were comedies back in the day and now they would be true hero stories like Rudy. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Uh, uh, you know, that, the... Uh, you mean Ru- You mean Ruby? Ruby. <laughs> yeah, they should, they should really change it and update it for today's culture. <laughs> uh, do you think... But the star of Ladybugs killed himself, you know. Now he would. Yeah. They should probably. They'd probably. Should probably build a freaking statue of him somewhere. You know, opening the door for other people. Pretty sure Rodney Dangerfield <laughs> didn't kill himself. The other star. <laughs> um. So yeah. I, so now I was, I was just thinking about this. You know, like when I was in high school, I just remember. How absolutely nobody gave a shit about gay. Like, you know, don't say gay. Like, when you would walk down the hallway, and it would just be gay this, gay that. You know, that's gay. Gay, gay, gay. And as a matter of fact, it got to the point where you would just hear gay, 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 gay. It would just, like, <laughs> echo down the hall. Like, people would just say it. Now, now mm-hmm. do, you think, do you think kids are actually, like, 
okay with this? Like, if we had a trans, if we if there was a trans student in high school, do you think that kids would be super accepting? I don't know. Uh, um, I don't think they care. Well, yeah, I mean, just like, I, like you know. I don't think we would have cared, like when we when we were kids, but we didn't have any of that, you know, in rural Minnesota. Yeah, well, I don't know. We we had some. I I think that there wasn't there that one gal that. Yeah. But that wasn't when we were in school. That was a few years before us or after us. Oh. Yeah, like I don't I I like to say that I look back and you know like I you know okay so back in the 60s if you would have came out as as gay um back then it would have been a huge scandal. You know, back in the 90s I I don't think it would have been a huge scandal at all, right? Because you know I I have some classmates who came out after after high school and I was like, "Oh, yeah, that makes sense." You know, like doesn't change my perspective on them. They're still, you know, whatever. Um and and uh and like if if one of them would come out now and say like, you know, "Hey Steve, it's Sarah now." Oh, okay. <laughs> you know, like again, it, I mean I don't I think was... that it would I was I always love when the names are nothing like the originals. Hey Steve, oh. it's it's Sarah now. <laughs> hey, uh, I got a question. So Andy Kaufman, you know, mm-hmm. would would it be acceptable now for him to fight girls or would he have to put a dress on and then would it be access- <laughs> acceptable? <laughs> what did he die from? He's still he alive. Yeah, he's playing a big game on all of us. <clears throat> way to way to take that mainstream media narrative, Darren. Yeah. Well, I just just thinking maybe he was a little maybe he was one of those uh, people that uh, that we don't uh, say that they're gay. You know, maybe that was just the way that he uh, hit it. Oh, yeah, possibly. Anyway. I think he died of cancer. Um, actually, it's what he supposedly died of. So, yeah. All right. Uh, it, I, it it goes back to you. Would, everyone should just live their own life. I I have no problem what what somebody is, but it's like when you try to try to um, I don't know. I mean, like when you try to force your values on me, I, I I immediately recoil just for the just out of my human nature, you know. Yeah. So it it's just like I just think it's getting to a really scary point too, though. That like now now you're getting these people who are saying it's transphobic if you don't want to have sex with a with somebody who's trans. I, I don't think that that's transphobic. I think that's just my preference. Why? Why would? Yeah. Why would that be? Why would be that? That be transphobic? I'm not saying you can't be trans. I'm just saying that I'm not into that. Yeah. yeah. All right. Uh, I'll. I will go next. And my worst person is the View. Just all of them, because they yeah, suck. Well, they're they're <laughs> terrible. Did I tell you guys that we watched that 
one time when we were camping because it was the only channel we got. <laughs> it, Needless to say, the TV went into the fire. <laughs> yeah, it was it was embarrassing bad. Like I, I couldn't believe that was on TV. Just how how bad it was. I mean, it was just terrible. So, but what terrible so, thing do they do this week? <clears throat> so basically, um, Tucker Carlson isn't taking the um, White House's narrative and just you know, uh, saying it back to the TV, you know, like The View does. So they basically called for the Department of Justice to um, investigate Tucker Carlson over his rhetoric on the channel. Um, Basically, her assertion, Anna Navarro, who's not, I don't even think she's an American. um, She basically said, um, in an, because of an article in Mother Jones, which is literally a communist newspaper, literally a communist newspaper, which is hilarious because they're talking about Russia. Um, basically, that Russia is um, uses Tucker Carlson as propaganda uh, in Russia. So they basically said that um, Tucker Carlson and Tulsi Gabbard should be um, investigated by the DOJ. And they should do things to stop them from saying this stuff. I, like, seriously, you you do realize what you're doing, right? The view. Uh, I just, I was like, wow. I mean, wow. <laughs> Isn't Navarro supposed to be their resident uh, um, conservative too? I don't think so. She's pretty dumb. <laughs> Normally, they only have like I think I think they're I think they have Mary Catherine Ham now, who's all right. She's not great, but she's not bad. I think she was on CNN for a few years, or maybe MSNBC. She used to be on uh, Fox a lot. She's okay. Anyway, hmm. she's a very big mouth. That's all I remember about her. Big teeth. Kind of looks like a horse. Anyway, uh, all right. Um, Mark, who's your worst person? So I have no idea how to say this guy's name, so I'm going to butcher it, but it's Professor Yuval Noah Harari. But, uh, that's a great, great cheese. Harari cheese. Oof. <laughs> good stuff on your pizza. <laughs> <laughs> um, so he is a professor, and he is Klaus Schwab's top advisor. Advisor, um, Schwab's top advisor, and uh, basically, he is talking about this whole you know new world order reset thing. You'll own nothing and be happy about it. Um, you know this is this is the the mind that this is coming from. Right. And so he came out on an interview and he said, humans are now hackable animals. The whole idea that humans have a soul or a spirit and nobody knows what's happening inside of them and uh, they have free will, that's all over. Okay. So his whole idea is, is that, um, you know, that you, you, Humans are just another animal, just like a cow. 
and can be used for the needs of the true elite. And, and that now we can get people to do what we want by manipulating their news and their social media and, and um, you know, the price on things. And, you know, basically, if we put people in the right conditions, we know how they'll react through all these social uh, sciences, you know. And so, I mean, it, it, it just kind of comes down to that, um, hey, there we now know enough that we can just make it to where we will get the masses to do what we want. So, you know, again, going back to something that we've talked about in the past, that mass psychosis, um, that that's kind of what he's talking about a little bit there. And I just, it, it kills me to hear people say this stuff and, and just how it, we, we need to get back to an understanding that, that human life is precious, that we aren't just hackable animals. We're not just cows being led to the slaughter. Um, and that, uh, and that we need to understand that when Joe Biden, the president of the United States, um, you know, how illegitimate that is, or, you know, but when he's talking about new world order, this is who he's talking about. When, when the Democrats are talking about, a playbook uh, for for media and for social media and for um, you know their talking points on the poor and manipulating their wants and needs. That's coming from Mao and the communists and 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 from this great reset. It, it's all leading to the same place. They're all trying to get to this place where you're no longer you no longer have any freedom, and you are no longer. Um, you know, anything other than the sum of your body parts. Um, and it just, there, you gotta, we gotta understand what, that people need to go back into the direction of, of the principles that have been handed down to us from generations. All right. <laughs> yeah. I don't think so. I I don't think they'll ever get anywhere with it. But anyway, uh they got it. Go ahead. Well, I mean, you got the president of the United States that believes in it. So I mean, obviously they're getting somewhere with it. Yeah, he but he's brain dead. In anything. <laughs> but he's brain dead. <laughs> they just so is half of Congress, so there you go. <laughs> well, I mean that's the scary part, but I I just think there's enough rednecks like me out there that'll just okay we'll just shut the tv off here and go out and drive my tractor around for a while (laughs) (laughs) all right well it looks like that's the end of the episode uh check us out on uh, saturday for our weekly pop culture edition have a good one